right, good evening, and welcome to the Captain's Orders. This is the Captain speaking, as always. I'd like to thank everybody who's tuning in. Tonight, we have a good friend of mine, Big Steve, joining me. We have a little nightly review as we talk about what's going on. How we doing, Steven? We're doing good, my man. How's it been, Captain? Hey, it's been going, brother. It's been going for sure. Good to hear, good to hear. Why don't, you, why don't you lead off for us, buddy? All right, sounds good. Actually, uh, if everyone has their uh, big book handy, I'm going to do our nightly review that we used to do at Chandler Valley Hope every night at 9 o'clock. It's a little later now, but, you know, no better time than the present. Amen. Amen, brother. All right. So, like I said, it's going to be page 86, the first paragraph. When we retire at night, we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? Do we owe an apology? Have we kept something to ourselves which, we, which should be discussed with another person at once? Were we kind and loving towards all? What could we have done better? Were we thinking of ourselves most of the time? Or were we thinking of what we could do for others, of what we could pack into the stream of life? But we must be careful not to drift into worry, remorse, or morbid reflection, but that would diminish our usefulness to others. After making our review, we ask God's forgiveness and inquire what corrective measures should be taken. So, like I said, my name is Steven, a.k.a. your old drunken mayor. Um, so I'll start it off with a little bit uh, with a little bit actually what's been going on with my daily routine or daily life since I haven't talked to a lot of you in a while, especially Captain, you know, I uh, want to say I miss a lot of you guys. I guess I have been selfish that way. I could have uh, reached out to a lot more of you guys. Um, you know, you guys are my family and will always be my family. You guys are greatly missed. But, um, you know, uh, other than that, you know what I mean? I've been doing really good. You know, every resentment I've had lately, I've pretty much faced it every day. I do this nightly review with myself and um, make sure I air it all out. I feel bad for my girlfriend because I blab all night long to her, but... Oh, well, that's what they're there for, I guess. Um, do I owe anybody an apology other than you guys for not reaching out? No, man, I don't think so. Um, other than that, you know, everything's been going good in my life. Can't complain. Kids are around all the time now. And, uh, you know, it's everything's been going good. How about for yourself, Captain? <clears throat> well, before I start on my own, um, I just want to say... You and I have been keeping in, in pretty regular contact for the most part, so you don't got to worry about about feeling that way towards me. But uh, in a previous podcast, I talked about <clears throat> being committed to, you know, more than just your recovery, but to other other addicts. Mm-hmm. Um, and trying to reach out to one at least one person a day, which is easier said than done, but that's obviously what we're doing here right now. So <clears throat> consider yourself absolved of all. All wrongdoings, my friend. I appreciate it, Captain. Um, but as far as I go, apologies, no. I mean, I really didn't do a whole lot today. So um, <laughs> for me, today was mostly about, uh, and it's kind of been going on for the, the past couple of days. It's been mostly about fears. <clears throat> and the, the sad thing is, is there are fears about things that aren't even real. Um, 
mainly just as I feel my confidence start to return to me, I'm not used to the emotional roller coaster that, you know, this disease puts you on, especially in, in the early stages of recovery. And it's just been a nightmare, you know, not feeling secure like I'm used to and not feeling um, in control. So as far as the nightly review goes, that's really all that's really going on with me. I mean, for the most part, nothing else has really been <clears throat> been happening because um, I pretty much spend a lot of time by myself. Or <clears throat> so maybe that's something I could have done better. I could include more people, just as you said. But at the same time, you know, my podcast is very important to me. So I wanted to make sure that uh, at least today we did we did one. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad that you invited me to that. And speaking of the fear topic, yeah, that's something actually, you know what, I've been coming a lot across of uh, fears in my daily, um, I guess, I don't know, like a daily thing now. It's, uh, I don't know, like you said, if they're not actual fears, it's just things that are out of my control. I don't know why I think a certain way at times, you know, but it's, um, you know, with all this clarity lately, I've been able to kind of step back and analyze it a little more just knowing it's just nonsense in my head but you know just the fear of um you know we've had a lot of people like um you know we we talk about relapse and stuff like that a lot of people that we were um close to at one time you know i i feared like i wasn't enough for them for them to reach out to me and you know, is there something I could have done better? Possibly. But, you know, the fear of if something was to happen on my end where, you know, if I felt like I needed to call somebody, is anybody going to be there for me? That's been a real big question in my head. And, you know, I play back and forth. I know there's a couple people, especially the captain, I can call at any time and be there. But, you know, I just that's one of the things I've been juggling with a lot of my life lately. And I think you just hit the nail on the head there with the, uh, you know, wondering, you know, would anybody be there if you called? Would you accept their help if they did? I think when you're in full-fledged addiction, you know, we isolate. That's what we do. We don't want to, we don't want to be a burden on anybody, but at the same time, we don't want them to have any control over what we're doing because we don't want to stop yet. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> I mean, to admit that, because, I, I mean, I, I did the same thing, you know, I mean, being the, the, the kind of guy that I am, you know, I built up a reputation of being this strong, confident, you know, arrogant, you know, for the most part, guy who always seemed to have a, a handle on things. And for people to see that I was I was spiraling out of control, they were intimidated to reach out to me because they didn't want to upset me or anger me. And at the same time, if they had. I would have done what I do best and manipulate the conversation and make it about them and their problems. So I did the same exact thing. Yeah, definitely. It's what we do best, man. I wish just deflect it, going back to somebody else. So they don't have to worry about us. Yep. Well, I mean, that's that right there should tell, you know, any politician that this is a disease. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many stories have we seen about somebody having cancer and they didn't want to accept help from anybody, and they suffered and died a horrific death. I mean, 
we hear that all the time yet when we turn it to another disease like addiction oh because we we chose it which we really didn't you know we were, we were essentially kind of hardwired for it <clears throat> you know it's it's almost incredible that you know it's that way yeah, it's definitely unfortunate, but, you know, I'm kind of glad I am the way I am because, um, you know, it's made me go through a lot in my life and I've realized a lot of it now and I'm able to cope with a lot more things than I've ever been able to handle. And, um, you know, today, I know you, you just hit your two months. Um, I'm at 55 days. You know, it's, um, it's gone quick, to say the least. And I just, um, you know, like, it just feels like we were in the freaking uh, living center just shooting the shits, you know, and, uh, you know, I I can't be thankful enough for that time that we did get to spend together, you know, even though it was just a short period of time. But, you know, it's, um, it's amazing the friendships that have come out of all of this still. And, um, you know, just to hear everyone, the people that I, I do keep in contact with how well they're doing you know it's straight motivation still on this end you know it's it's good to hear from a lot of people you know whether they think it's peachy or whatnot i mean i, I like hearing about that you know it makes my day you know and that's and that's kind of what what i'm what i'm all about with this podcast is that like helping other people is really how i help myself i mean i'm almost a selfish person for doing it but at the same time like if I could help one person, you know, I feel, I feel empowered to continue my journey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it, it really inspires me to hear, you know, 55 days or, you know, or even someone who relapses to go back to treatment, you know, and not to name names, but, or I'm not going to name names, but for that young man to go back into treatment, that was, that took a lot of stones and that couldn't have been easy. And, and for him to do that, just shows that there there is a commitment to this and even when we do fall down and we do relapse and you can speak to this probably more than I have because you relapsed before um, you know that that wasn't a failure that was just you know the other team scored on you that was that was it game's not over until we're dead so yeah you know you know because that takes a lot of courage for someone to do that knowing they realize that you know they slipped up you know what I mean hit a speed bump not to mean it's the end of the world in any way, shape, or form. You know, it's just, you know, got a flat tire, got to fill it back up and get back out there. You know, this, um, it's not an easy journey. If you say that you have it, that's when you're going to relapse, you know, but it's, this is a disease that we cannot fight this alone. That's why I'm so glad this person went back and is going to give it all that this person can. And that's all we can we could want for somebody is to get better you know and to keep trying because that's all you can do is keep trying well it gets into that you know that i mean it's it's a morbid way to look at it but that whole locked up or covered up kind of mentality like that that's that's where this disease wants to take you Mm -hmm. it wants to take everything from you and you know, what I did to my life, it, it, it did. It took everything from me. The only thing I have left is, you know, my resolve. I mean, that's, that's the only thing that hasn't been taken from me. But 
the, the, the more that the days go by, the more I'm learning, like, that's really all I need. I'll find a way. Correct. And that's all it is, is finding a way. You know, once you start, stop trying or stop reaching out, you're setting yourself up. You know, um, there is no I in team. You know, we are in this all together. We all have the same messed up minds and wh- whatever you guys want to call it, you know, but it's, um, you know, I love, I've always been a, a, a team player. I've always wanted to be involved in some type of sporting activity or something other than myself, you know, because once I'm in by myself, that's where I get lost, that isolation that you talked about, you know, and it's, um, it's not fun in any way, shape or form. It is not fun. And I think anybody that's experienced any kind of success on a, in a team sense understands that that is a much greater feeling than any individual sex, any individual success could ever bring you. I mean, my, my deployments, you know, we walked away from it basically unscathed because we were such a good team and we were so committed to each other, not because we were, you know, these, you know, crack, you know, green berets. No, we were just a bunch of engineers doing our thing, but at the same time we were committed to protecting each other, watching out for each other. And, you know, we were able to, to find success that way. And I think when you talk about finding a way, you know, the, the initial plan you draw up rarely is what happens. I mean, I've never drawn up a plan and that's how it goes. Yeah, definitely. Especially like the time when you got stuck in the tree, you know, I know you didn't plan that one. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, you know, <clears throat> coming from a, a, a teaching background and having so many students that I've had, you know, every, every person learns differently. And for us, you know, that, that learning started when the addiction started, because we learned, we learned how to be crooked and we learned how to, how to do things we shouldn't have done. And at the same time, as the recovery process began, you know, we're starting to learn that, you know, there is worth in, in who we are, you know, we're not doomed you know, we're, we're going to have to do it differently than everybody else. You know, we probably can't go sit in a bar and watch a ball game. We probably can't go hang out with people we used to and that we used to enjoy their company, but they do what we used to do. So the, the plan has to be altered. That's why I say people, they always want to, oh, I want my life back. No, you want a new one. You want a new life. Correct. And that's why um, a big thing that I am going to try myself is tomorrow I'm going to reach out to two or three other people and, um, you know, expand my, um, you know, my uh, unity that I was preaching about for a long time. You know, that way, if times do get tough, because they are going to get tough, you know, I've had a couple encounters here and there. Um, but I want to make sure I have a, a good solid network, you know, a good solid team that I could rely on. And, um, you know, if anybody's up to the challenge, you know, I, I challenge anybody to call two or three people tomorrow and just have a conversation, see how they're doing, you know, just reach out to them. You know, it's, uh, it doesn't hurt. You know, you might save their day. We don't know that. They'll be like, oh man, who's calling? And they answer the phone and they just need that five, 20 minute conversation. And then that thoughts in their head or even the thoughts in your head might just disappear might put a smile on their face or your face might be able to go to sleep with a clear conscience, not have to worry about anything, have those fears. They all get squashed. And I think, 
I mean, you're absolutely right because, I mean, if you think about being in treatment or people who go to meetings, it's it's not the curriculum that, that saves you. It's it's the peer-to-peer communication that really saves people because they know they're not alone here. Correct, and especially, you know, when we were in treatment together, I know, you know, we we had our sessions in the morning and the afternoons or whatnot, but what I gained the most was the peer when we were one-on-one or not even one-on-one when we were in our own little small groups or whatever, that's when I learned the most, you know, that's when you allow people to come in or just even don't even have to be talking treatment or recovery, you know, just having fun doing it together. You know, that's what's um, what this is all about learning a new life. Like you said, a sober life. And it's, it's hard. It's hard for us because any type of obstacle or challenge that frustrates us or saddens us or whatever emotion you experience, we know how to turn that that off by using uh, drugs or alcohol. So we have the misfortune of knowing how to not feel what, what you should feel. You should feel sad. You should feel angry. You should feel remorse. You should feel grief. These are natural emotions but in the height of our addiction, we didn't want to feel it. So we turned that off by using. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now here in recovery, we're, you know, you're getting, and like I was talking about the emotional roller coaster, you're getting an extra dosage of it because, you know, you laid waste to your life in whatever shape or form, whether it be you cost yourself your career or your friends or your family or your self respect or whatever, you know, you lost along the way. You know, and for me, it was everything above, all the above. <laughs> yeah. Check, 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 and check. that that did it all but at the same time when i talk about all i have left is my resolve you know people keep asking me like well what are you going to do what are you going to do well i haven't drawn it up yet but i'll I'll tell you when i when it when the plan is ready you know step back and enjoy the show because i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna set it off man I'm, i'm not worried about i'm not worried about relapse because if it happens i know what to do now i know you know, let's not wait three years and, and tear everything apart. Let's get back to treatment. Let's get back to meetings. You know, mm-hmm. let's do a podcast. Let's do something. You know, I mean, <clears throat> for the most part, what's kept me sober has been um, the protection my family has put up for me. And I think they recognize that the person that they always looked at as the strongest doesn't have that strength right now. So, you know, they've, taking it upon themselves to be that strength for me and that's something you know I I didn't I was so arrogant and naive to believe that they could never do but they're doing a magnificent job of it and it's it's allowed me to to reflect and to you know have have those those moments where I feel like I'm 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 back I feel like my my mindset is back um but I also have to have the realization that it's it's not whole yet right and I think you said it very well, is to uh, very um, you said it uh, earlier about to have a plan. That's key. Having a plan is key. You know whether it comes together or not. That's not for us to know. It's for your higher power to know. But just to have a plan alone will keep you from relapsing for the most part. I mean, people I hear people talk about they're planning their relapse, this and that. Why don't you plan on? The thought or the the fact is, if you had those thoughts, what's your plan? What are you going to do? 
You know, are you going to pick up a phone? Are you going to get to a meeting? Are you going to pick up the book and just start reading and reading and reading and reading until you fall asleep? Are you going to pick up a pen and write it to a piece of paper? Because sometimes I know for a lot of us, once you start writing, it flows. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, next thing you know, you're writing four or five pages and you're like, wow, I feel so much better. So instead of, you know, planning on the worst, let's plan on something if you are to plan on the worst. That way you already have another plan drawn out for, I mean, because it's going to happen. There's going to be a time where you're going to want to use, you're going to want to drink, you're going to want to go out, you're going to want to see your old buddies, you know, and do whatever. So if you are ever in that situation and you do go out or hang out with these certain people, that's what they do, that you already have, you know, um, your, your escape plan drawn up. You know, just it doesn't mean you can't go hang out. You got to live like a monk. You know, you got to live in a little igloo. No, like live your life still, but make sure you know where your priorities lie. And that, and that's um, it's kind of hard to do, you know, because everything's all good and you know uh, everything's going great in your life, but you're not planning ahead. That's very key. I'm glad that you brought that up, man. Well, Having a, you know, I'm glad that uh, we, we we're taking it in this direction because I just had a conversation with my brother about um, the uh, the self talk and the mindset of getting away from I think I can or I hope I can or maybe this and start getting to you know stop assuming that failure is going to happen. I mean, will it happen at times? Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you're you're gonna win sometimes as well. So why don't you? assume you're going to win more often than not i mean i know for me like like i can't sit here and say like i'm afraid of failure because i'm i'm not i'm i'm i know i'm going to succeed now does that mean i will you know that like you said that's for the higher power to decide but at the same time like you know my end game isn't i don't you know i don't want this you know mega career and you know, everything that, that comes with all that. I'm right now my 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 goal is to have have my peace of mind back. And <clears throat> so my plan to, to succeed and that's what people forget. You know, the, the plan need you know, people who win, people who are successful, people who are consistently successful, they're not they're not trying not to lose. They're trying to win. And I I think that's where maybe because through the height of our addiction, we, we kicked ourselves in our own teeth or, you know, so much that we're used to, you know, getting our ass whipped. Pardon my French there, but, you know, we can win and it, it's, it's not going to be easy. And there's going to be moments where, you know, the other team is going to score and you may be down, but at the same time, the game's not over. As long as you got a heartbeat, as long as you can wake up the next day, you know, and I say this all the time, every new dawn is a new opportunity you know, the days that I felt I feel the worst, you know, sometimes the safest way to get through the day is, you know, wait till it goes away, <laughs> you know, just just breathe and get through the day. And then when that new dawn comes, you're going to have a new new energy, you know, go drink a Red Bull and, and go on about your day and, and and attack it from a different perspective. And that's key is having goals, you know, whether that goal is tomorrow, next week, 30 minutes from now. Just having those little goals, it's going to set you up for success. so much in your life. You know, if you don't have those little goals or even you, know, you can have big goals, but if you conquer the little small goals, the big goal will come. 
victory will come. We will rise above it. There's no doubt about that. Firstly, it's just setting yourself up not to fail. You know, I mean, I wouldn't wish failure upon anybody. Um, but, you know, make sure they're obtainable. Don't make them outrageous. Be like, oh, I'm five years sober. You're already setting yourself up because we don't even know what's going to happen in the next hour. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I as I'm experiencing this this roller coaster ride of of my confidence, um, I'm I'm learning to not have this wide gaze of oh I want to be 25 years sober tomorrow. You know I'm learning that you know this has to be a day by day battle, almost a moment to moment battle. Mm-hmm. And that's where this podcast has become so central to my recovery is because, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people listen to this thing. I mean, I'm sure it would tell me if I look, but I don't know how many people actually listen to this thing, but you know, that is, that is, that is my, my way of, of getting through those moments. Every time I get on here and, and I spew out the captain's orders, it's, I'm not ordering anybody to do anything. I'm ordering myself to, to reach out, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, order, I'm ordering myself to talk about what, you know, I may not want to go put on my brother or put on my sister-in-law or, you know, put on the rest of my family because, you know, they're they're already doing everything that they can do for, for me. You know, and I think that's what we, we forget is, you know, we, we are good people and there are people that want to help and we got to accept their help through this, um, whether it be our friends or our family or especially fellow addicts. I mean... You know, the people that listen to this podcast, when I get a text message about, hey, man, that was that was a good podcast or, you know, people who critique me like Parker, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, just just knowing that they listen to it is inspiring. Like they took the time out of their day to sit down and for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, you know, listen to what coming out of my mouth. And, you know, that's that's how I'm I'm gaining my confidence back and get, gaining, you know, my almost my swagger back because, you know, that's that's what I when I look back on. Uh, what do I miss the most, you know, the career or, you know, the nice apartment, you know, the bachelor pad that I had or, you know, being able to go out on the weekends and party it up with friends from work. And, you know, those things, you know, I mean, yeah, do I miss them? Yeah, but they're not there's no like burning desire. What I miss is being able to walk into the room and own the room, you know, and, and you saw me in in treatment, you know, that 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 was coming back to me. Now, is it fully back? No, because. I'm still struggling to do that on a daily basis, but I feel it more and more. The more I walk into the room, the more I feel like, yeah, yeah, this is my, this is my sanctuary. This is my, my opportunity, you know? And, and that's, that's what I love to do. And I know you're, you're pretty much the same. We, we love to, we love to lead and we love to, I don't want to say be in control, but we like to have control over ourselves. And, you know, as we go through recovery, the more we communicate about recovery, the more we stay, you know, we stay recovered, (laughs) Well, I guess I'll uh, continue to ramble on as uh, Stephen unfortunately got disconnected. Um, so uh, just to finish what I was saying, you know, we have an opportunity every moment of every day uh, to impact ourselves by impacting other people and by reaching out and staying and staying committed to this process. This process is not easy and it's not supposed to be because... The easy part was the addiction. You know, that was the easy part, and I think we forget that. You know, the, the using was easy. 
you know, at least for me. I mean, <clears throat> there were moments that it was it was difficult to use, but, you know, in our clever manner, we found a way. The recovery process is much more difficult because you have to look at every flaw. Um, now, don't get hung up on every single flaw because your flaws are what make you unique and beautiful, you know, but you have to understand where your limitations are. You have to understand that maybe you can't go sit in a bar and watch a ball game or maybe you can't go hang out with other people or, you know, put yourself in harm's way. And I think, you know, the nightly review, you know, to talk about those, you know, those fears and, you know, dishonesties and, and everything else that goes along with the nightly review, <clears throat> you know, it's good that we reflect every day. I mean, whether you go to meetings or you're in treatment or or whatever you're you're doing to stay in recovery, or even if you've relapsed, if you're trying to get back into recovery, you know, the idea behind it is to reach out to someone, you know, don't try to do this yourself, because you're going to make it harder. You know, we, we don't want to put a burden on other people. But at the same time, if we're trying to do this on our own, we're not going to be successful. And, you know, that's why this podcast has been so central to my recovery, because you know, each and every one of you that listen to this and, and hear my garbage, you know, wink, wink, <clears throat> you know, it's been so therapeutic to just talk about what's what's bugging me and, and what's, you know, impacting my recovery, whether it be positive or negative. I mean, I've talked about, you know, trust and, you know, trying to earn that trust back to the people we love and care about. I've talked about commitment. I've talked about, you know, so many different things. I mean, and you know everything that I've I've, sp- I've spoken about through the, throughout these these episodes on this podcast, you know they've they've there's a reason that I I talk about those things. I'm not pulling it off a, a website or a, you know out of a book. I'm I'm pulling it out of me. And I would urge, I would recommend uh, each and every one of you to you know conduct a nightly review if it's at a meeting or if it's with with a friend or if it's you know, writing it down, or if it's just, you know, sitting and thinking about the day, you know, I mean, you know, think about what went wrong, think about what went right, you know, I mean, don't, don't always focus on, you know, how crappy the day was, or what you were missing, think about what you have, and, and what is good in your life, and I think sometimes we forget that, because we've all lost so much, I mean, me personally, I've cost myself more than I'm willing to bear, but at the same time, like, I know, at in the end of it all I'm going to have to bear it and I know I'm going to survive it because you know the the end game here you know I'm I'm not going to let that disease kill me I'm not going to put put that on anybody else I'm 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 going to get recovered now does that mean I'll I'll never relapse I I, I don't know I don't know what 45 seconds will bring me but I do know that you know as long as I do this podcast and as long as I send out text messages and make phone calls and talk about what's going on with me I know that I'm giving myself a fighting chance to win. And that's what I want more than anything is I want each and every one of us to have an opportunity to win. Um, But when you isolate yourself, you take that opportunity away. So, you know, just to to wrap up this night, uh, tonight's podcast, you know, we, we talked about a lot of things, a lot of fears we have. And, you know, I always like to start with the negative, but always end on the positive because I think, you know, Sometimes we want to just do one or the other or, you know, a lot of people just focus on the negative, what's wrong, and we forget that, yes, things are wrong, but they're not, they're not all wrong, you know, it's not, you know, you're not in a grave yet, so, 
<clears throat> I'd like to thank Stephen for joining me. I appreciate all your insight. It's terrific to hear from you, buddy. Um, anybody who tuned in to listen, I thank you so much. It means the world to me. I hope you get something out of this. Um, and as always, thanks for thanks for listening to the captain's orders. The captain speaking. I wish you all a a pleasant recovery, <laughs> if if we can have one. And uh, you know, I wish you all nothing but the best. All right. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>